0: All right, everybody, welcome to a very special bullshittery episode of Pontificating, where the topics are made up and there might not be any point at all. Today, I'm joined by uh, two fantastic GMs. We've got Adam of the Grizzlies, and we've got the doctor from L.A. uh, helming the Clippers. So uh, welcome, gentlemen, and uh, thanks for being on this
1: afternoon. Well, it's great to be here. Uh, there is a lot of content that our listeners missed in the first few minutes of our recording that maybe you'll just splice in here somehow. Um, but if you guys... Most of them were just it's, it's eating, a lot tons. eating tons. um <laughs> But it's good. And we talked about a few things that I think you guys are going to find interesting. So I'm glad to be here. And it's, uh, you know, the, the croutons are going to be on the special,
0: on the Blu-ray special features. Uh, right,
2: the B-side.
0: <laughs> uh, please like and subscribe to get access to the crouton content. Yeah, the, uh, before the non-subscribers out there. Just, uh,
2: <laughs> you can hear me slowly figure out that they could hear my croutons despite putting my phone way away from my face because I have a new Bluetooth ear, ear thing. And I walk into the bathroom to do science and see if if they can still hear freaking uh
1: Zach turns out, director's cut. My
2: uh, my skull. <laughs> yeah, my it turns out my skull conducts crouton crunches far better than any any uh, you know, air or distance to my phone. You're Fun a doctor, facts. you do that. <laughs> and it also yep, I do science. It
0: makes sense to me now, you know, your affection for putting your grandparents in the program as draftees uh given your level of technology. <laughs>
2: yep. Uh, <laughs> Competence. oh this is known dude i of the three of us for our podcast uh you know just one of many podcasts under the um under new management umbrella conglomerate um the that i draw up the the you know the plan for the show just like it's you know freaking johnny carson or something and then uh those guys do all the computer shit that's it <laughs> Yeah, you are honestly, you're the only
1: person in under Management that doesn't have access to the podcast behind the scenes editing software nor the upload software or web page.
2: Yeah, because what would it accomplish? (laughs) Because you didn't
1: have, do you yet have Wi-Fi? I feel like you may may still just steal the Wi-Fi from your common room. Um, (laughs) You are correct. (laughs) And we just have run with the, the fact that of all the dads in this league, you're the dad of dads. You're the grandpa.
2: Thank you. I'm honored. That's some
0: high praise. Uh, (laughs) Well, I'm not gonna lie. It took me far too long to figure out uh, how to start this recording. So I I wasn't doing much better today, but um, well, with that said, let's, uh, let's hop in uh, to some of our, our topics here. Um, One i kind of want to start with uh i think this one is a a good pontificating uh sort of themed where we just kind of talk about things that uh, in this case um might be unknowable yet uh but doc you had a little bit of a theory or at least a little bit of a spitball session with bryant uh you were saying about a theory about why your team is good at defense. Um, so should we talk about, should we talk about that first? Uh, why are the Clippers good at defense? What, uh, and what, what uh, did Bryant suggest
1: to you? So it's not so much that Bryant had a solution to why my team's good at defense, right? <laughs> nor do I have an answer. Just a... um, but right. if you look at my team, my team has the best defensive efficiency in the league right now. And it's part of why I'm winning. Uh, but if you look at my defenders, apart from Zupan, who's obviously a great, post defender i don't have any good perimeter defenders at all and my like forwards are like okay at defense i guess um but i've got this guy mark gordon who is really the like spark for why i was so confused by my defense and mark gordon has like c plus perimeter d c plus steals he's my backup shooting guard or I guess now he's starting, but I kind of move him in and out of like backup sixth man and starting shooting guard. And he's got the best defensive efficiency on my team on a team. That's the best defensive efficiency in the league. And it's got C plus steals, C plus perimeter D and I just don't get it. And so I talked to Adam a bit about it and he's like, well, it's like a system thing. Like maybe you're just running a good scheme. It's like your guys are interdependent on each other. And there's this whole like spaghetti theory that like, I don't know, these are all intertwined and in somehow, um, but Bryant was like, yeah, I guess it just kind of makes no sense. And maybe, you know, it's just one of those mysteries. And I was thinking, well, maybe if these plus minus TC's are so random, like maybe you get like a plus minus season, like a plus minus defense or offensive coaching adjustment, so to speak. Cause I've had seasons where mm-hmm. like my team, despite having excellent shooters that shot like 43% from three the year previously, shoot like 39% the whole season. It's like 4% lower than usual. And I've had seasons where for no reason at all, my shooters who are average to great uh, shoot out of like out of their minds. Like Luke Kennard that one season was just like lights out for no reason um, at age like Mm -hmm. 34. Um, So I, I don't know. What do you guys think about like this, this RNG season that your team might have?
0: So almost so well, so real quick, there's like Basically, the concept being that there's just a variance factor that gets added in, almost, that the game calculates. Is that kind of what I'm... Yeah, planning? like, your team gets, like, a,
1: you're going to be plus three this season, plus three to everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be a little bit better at shooting, a little bit better at defense, and, like, you're just going to, like, if you're going to get the benefit of the doubt in the situations where it's, like, a coin flip
2: sure. kind of thing. So it's like you would say maybe... You know, you get bonuses to certain attributes based on some outside source. Like, I don't know, if the players were being Uh coached well, there would be points that would then change how they could play. Based on those points, yeah, but you think that it was coach. really coaching points. But some of my best,
1: <laughs> some of my best shooting seasons oh. came in years where I had terrible coaching points, and some of my best, some of my worst like, shooting seasons yeah. came on the years that I like stocked up on like, uh, like shooting. I like put all my points in shooting, and I was like, "Great, I'm going to be awesome this year at shooting," and my team just like
2: falls flat. Uh, well, oh yeah, that was just right. for for parody. Um, but the long and the short of my take for this is, I'm having none of it um <laughs> okay it, uh this is like this is half half role play and half you know <laughs> uh i guess half i actually don't buy it um it was the most dark thing ever to be like whoa maybe there's a conspiracy thing and it's the most brian thing ever to like entertain it and it's the most me thing ever to be like yeah no. okay so why don't, I don't why don't you do step outside of the rules <laughs> um, that we all expect you to be and uh right exactly <laughs> So um, my first, second, and third points for your team would be uh, Zupan um, because he is bananas. He is huge. He is fast. He rebounds the ball. Rebounding goes overlook- overlooked. We all attributed Giannis' dynasty slash Gasper's dynasty um, to art and defense, but also that we all overlooked the fact that his rebounding was, like, probably the best ever as a team. Um, so I think that that gets overlooked as well. But my first, second, and third points are Zupan because the dude is seven foot one with C quickness, A to A plus at both of those post D and blocking. Play center and does not fail, like ever. He reminds me of both Coward and Buckner in that I was like, Coward is just the dude. He's just a winning player. And that's who, he remind- who um, he, Zupan reminds me of is uh, less offense, but coward. He just, like, everything is better. He's the force multiplier. And, like, sure, that could be the same thing that you're saying. Like, I don't know. I'm like, this guy just wins. So- but, you know, that was, it's not that much different me attributing, like, oh, this guy's better than he looks to a player than this team is better than he looks than it looks to a team. I guess it's just sort of a source thing. But as far as your Gorton dude or whatever, whoever he was – I was having none of that, because he doesn't play enough in controlled situations with controlled personnel, and what if all he ever does is guard second units when your worst defenders are off the floor, and their best scorers are off the floor, but also he plays next to Zupac for 20 minutes. I think it's, it's tough to say for that specific dude, but overall, as a theory, I feel like I'm like mm,
1: I mean he's my starter he started 36 of my 66 games. It's not like he's like is a backup that's coming in and only playing against
2: bad players. So we had this same conversation about AJ forever ago, didn't we? Or no, it was somebody else and I was like, "Oh dude, he sucks because AJ is your best player and all he does is back up AJ." I forget who this was. It was like 10 back. 12 years ago. I...
0: And that's where like offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. efficiency gets tough right cuz you can't isolate like those
1: variables yeah. but real quick though
0: I, so I, what do you have plus coaching
1: in your defense i feel like spots? i'm a pretty well-rounded coach like i don't have a great coach by any means i just have like a b a b coach in like shooting d and perimeter it's just like a very i guess pedestrian smattering of plus coaching
2: points Okay. Which the crown jewel of coaching points is that we still don't know if it does anything, <laughs> that's true <laughs> we suspect it does, yeah, it seems to anecdotal we found point. yeah, we solved t c twelve ish fifteen ish twelve ish seasons ago and learned about the seniority list or whatever spaghetti garbage that was, but we're like, uh, so this I guess, begs, a, this
1: begs a question yeah, that I have for you guys how are you guys like game plan and depth chart your teams and maybe this is maybe revealing too many secrets to your methods but i'll reveal my secrets when i go in every sim let's say i i open on my dad i don't always change my game plan and depth chart for every sim but when i do change it i open up the html i look at my season efficiency tab on my html page and i look at the guys on my team that have the best offensive efficiency and the worst defensive efficiencies. And I tune their minutes to adjust them to if they're really good at offense, I'll give them more minutes. If they're really bad at defense, I'll take their minutes down. Um, And I don't know how much of the individual efficiencies impact the whole, but I kind of just tune people up and down based on their relative impact to the team's offensive and defensive efficiencies.
2: But how does that work, Doc? If everyone on your team is terrible at but everyone at on my team apparently is good at defense. <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's just just it's so unDoc-like. I don't know what to do. Well, so also it's kind of like the the Kyle Wolf's teams from five, fifteen seasons ago, where he's like, "All right, Ostrich, you run the show. Everybody else, right, like at You the stand basket.
1: in the middle and block everything. Everyone else, put the ball in the hole." <laughs> it's like, but yeah, like like. Vernon Allen had a terrible uh, defensive efficiency. and I noticed that. So I've been like, he started at like 16 minutes and worked his way down to like two or four, I think at this point. Um, and Columbus Lawson was so bad at true shooting and offensive efficiency that I just deactivated him. I was like, this guy sucks.
0: Well, here's something though that I, I think you're overlooking or at least we're, we're not. We're going to like coaching, which I think coaching definitely could be it. Um, but I think the the elephant in the room is George McCarty, right? You're saying you don't have any good defenders, uh, yeah. good defenders, defenders. <laughs> um, but George McCarty, and I don't, I'm not even like super familiar with George McCarty just because I haven't, he's older and I haven't really, you know, I, I have really
1: around when he uh, uh, was in his prime. The eyes of the model that is George McCarty's beautiful face.
0: <laughs> but I mean, he's got, uh, what? Okay, so four all-defensive first teams, seven all-defensive second teams. Uh, he's Scotty Waters, right? Like, he's, he's defensively Scotty Waters. He's a little bit better defensively Scotty Waters.
2: I would buy that. As someone who, shockingly, somehow was around for both of those, for tying errors together now. Yeah, so
0: Scotty Waters was yeah. another player who was – he was really tall. He was, like, 6'10 or 6'11". Uh, he was super athletic, really fast for his size. And So he was, like, a super-sized small forward, but he could kind of play anywhere. Similar to George is yeah. playing
2: point guard. He was effectively the Lonzo to Jalen Squo. Like the number two in command, didn't score as much, but you're like, holy shit, those that guy is an amazing second best player.
0: And he also was, my team's had really good defense, and it was similar. My really good defender was, I had Bert Smith, who was like, he was just all A's, and he was the most traditional center ever, right? Like
1: a. He was, yeah, he was. I mean, he's the clone of Bart Smith is the clone of Burt Smith, so we kind of have a sense of who he was for those listeners that never experienced Burt Smith. He was Bart Smith.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think he was just the difference was he, Burt. Oh god, the bad one or the less the not greatest of all time level one, um, was just normal development, and I presume Bart bonus, but. Yeah, so he was just, like, really solid. But then beyond, Jalen was not very good at defense. The rest of my team was, like, it depended. But the other constant was Scotty Waters, who was similar. He didn't look like a great defender, but he was tall, and he played in, like, a lot of times I would play him at, like, guard spots. He played occasionally point guard. Um, I think the high steals and tall, fast person is an elite defender. And I think a possibility is just that, One player can have maybe, maybe it's less like we think of defense in real life, where it's a bit more, you know, you don't have these like players who just blow up entire teams, you know, where you can really pick on somebody, you know, like who's weak defensively and that can really shatter the effectiveness of a defense. Maybe it's more, you know, like kind of similar how if you have like two great offensive players, you've got a great, you could have a great offense if they're, if they have enough usage and enough efficiency. Maybe if you've got two guys who are good, like, the game on the back end really considers elite, like Zupan, and I think McCarty might be, I mean, he wins the awards, and this is kind of like what we're saying, like, sometimes you have to trust the program, even if, you know, you think, okay, well, he doesn't have A post D and A perimeter B or whatever, he just has A steals and he's tall. I don't know. The game seems to think that's really valuable and gives him really high uh, accolades.
1: Yeah, so this... This actually opened up like a solution um, or like a theory that I have is that I know that Zach and Evan did all their testing and they've they've determined that blocks blocks and rebounds for example blocks I think block steals and rebounds are not affected by your player's size and they were really frustrated that the same the same person with like a hundred rebound rating would get the same amount of same amount of rebounds at six foot four as they would at like six foot eleven they're frustrated that why would a six mm-hmm. foot four person be able to rebound as well as a six foot eleven person? And my take was, well, you said the rebounding are identical. So it's like a skilled it's like a skilled attribute. But perimeter D and post D aren't like skilled attributes. Those are just like I guess inherent attributes or like athletic attributes. And so I think that maybe if you just like have a really tall athletic monsters team, so to speak that you can overcome like Cs for defense and actually
2: be elite.
0: And so here's
2: so I did that and it didn't go great. <laughs> Alex similarly had like team tall offense or like tall athletic at one point, and it wasn't necessarily. Yeah, he went from team CrossFit to team tall jump shooter. Yeah, and That's, I mean, who knows how yeah. successful they were because they yeah, were he run thinks by Alex. Tex- anyway, or was good. Tello was terrible. Right. Um, Also, can we just, did we just brush past the fact that um, Pom accidentally, or I guess somewhat intentionally, introduced the concept of defensive usage? Did we just brush right past that? Because I'm very in for all the takes regarding the existence of defensive usage. Well, I think,
0: I don't even think, like, I don't think defensive usage is even, how do you quantify? I, I don't know. I don't even know how you could quantify that as a stat, right? But I think it's more – that was more my analog to, like, how you can have a really good offense without necessarily having a balanced offense. Maybe the weights in this game are more that, like, I don't know, players can help, you know, other positions more than like we might help, think like they do. Like a help
2: defense scheme? Um, i
0: well, yeah, and I mean,
2: like, if they helped each other
0: out. Well, but part of that, that, part of that too, is we don't know. Again, this is like the game says it's help defense, or you know, the game says it's man defense or trap. Like, we only we, we can take the game at its word, and we know the game is super fucking weird sometimes. Um, and that's kind of what I was getting at with like, okay, well, the game is telling us George McCarty's winning all these defensive awards, so maybe the secret is that Zupan and McCarty together you can carry defenses more than and and part of it is just we're used to thinking about basketball as like watching basketball and like you know the nba and and how those concepts work but the game doesn't not, the game is trying to match that but we know the game does not always succeed and i think i think it might be true that i mean you know this is something that like people could try and build teams around right maybe you could have just two really good defenders just in the same way you could have two really good good offensive players and maybe you can bunt on defense and maybe maybe only if you use the help defense setting maybe only if you use you know help or trap or like maybe man doesn't work which would be intuitive but maybe you can sacrifice defense with your other positions if you have two to three players who really can carry the load uh even though we might think like oh you can't have this guy sitting out in your, you know starting lineup with f defense he's going to get picked on i don't know maybe george mccarty in the program just like picks up the slack right he's just coming over six eleven, contesting these shots i
2: like it um yeah you put him next to um multiple time defensive player of the year and F perimeter defender robert i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah who are we to know the will of spaghetti
0: bug um and then also too this would this is my last thing with like trusting the program We always make fun of, like, oh, you know, there's those tall, just, like, tall blue players who kind of suck at everything. Maybe the reason that height is so, like, important to the program is the programmer knew, like, all right, defense is super fucking, height is super important to defense. There's nowhere to, like, show this, you know, there's no, it's not like your rating at, your perimeter defense rating or your post-defense rating don't change based on your height, but maybe they get multiplied And even though we can't see that, he baked that into, like, the overall spaghetti sauce that spits out these colors for us. And so maybe some of it, too, is that, like, yeah, if George McCarty was, you know, 6'5", and still had those same attributes, maybe he's fucking trash. Um, But then his color would also be lower, right? And so, like, that makes intuitive sense if you're, like, oh, trusting that there's something about overall rating that makes more sense yeah i think that zach and i had
1: this conversation at one point that maybe some attributes are raw as you see them this is what the attribute is and you could you could say like skilled attributes like i don't know like blocking stealing maybe three-point shooting um free throw shooting but that some attributes are like modified by your athleticism and your height and that those stats those like attributes so to speak like your like your body makeup or your your athleticism are they each have a factor and maybe the factor that maybe the factor is variable per attribute like maybe maybe defensive rebounding or like I don't know like perimeter D gets a huge modifier to quickness and jumping but not so much strength and maybe inside Mm -hmm. scoring gets a huge strength modifier etc but like maybe these things are less of like take it as you see it and more of a like multiplication of two attributes together or more. Yeah. And
0: it's interesting if, if like rebounding isn't one that is really factored in, you know, because that you, you'd think it would be right. Like, okay, you're taller, you should get more rebounds, but
2: yeah, I, I think this is it would basically yeah. be the equivalent of asking whether your rebounding attribute is uh, a pre a pre tax yeah. or post tax. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, it, is it baked in, or someone like, someone watched yeah, how good you rebound like, ah, He's a B,
1: <laughs> or or, <laughs> or he gets injected yeah. with a B rebounding, <laughs> <there> and you <laughs> right. see how he does.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's real interesting. I think I do think though. I think there's something to this like having two elite defenders even and that's even irrespective if like all this discussion about McCarty but it may be that you can really carry defenses with just one or two players uh, which could explain why even though the rest of your team seems meh you know defensively but even then like I don't know Pratt's got high blocking and high rebounding like he might not be a lockdown defender but he's got, like, good stuff.
2: Yeah, and he's – they're both huge, and they can both move their feet, so I just – I can't get over the types of – as you know, having had a lot of experience with them, having had the guys who are taller than seven foot, have C quickness, A post defense, and block, and foul, like, what, like once a game. Like, the Coward Buckner crew is just like, wow, this shit's working way better than it feel like it should. And I feel like that's what zupan is. But then again, you know, it, that feeling is the same feeling Doc's having. And also, like, it could very well have just been Palm's theory of, like, yeah, no, these guys are going to carry the team. So, yeah.
0: Well, Dan, Daniel Bob was, like, famously Mr. Championship, who just took every team to the finals. And maybe, I mean, maybe he was just the game. He factored in really well defensively. And, like, that's why these teams... You know, like yeah, we won. did a, uh... he was tall, he
1: was super fast, he was super defensive.
2: Yeah, I think that type of defender frequently gets um, underrated. I mean, it's like, it's tough to win a championship when you pay that kind of guy $30 million. But um, overall, like impact wise, I mean, and Brian, I traded Coward to Brian, and Brian said the same thing. He's like, Holy shit, this guy's incredible. Like he doesn't look as good as he is definitely playing right now. See that's interesting right you bring up the money with because I feel like
1: defense is equally if not more important to winning than offense and yet people are willing to spend 20 to 30 million a year on a on a great like true shooting percentage. But why why is it not as impactful to pay Play like I don't know, someone like Zupan or someone like Daniel Bond or somebody, you could pay them twenty four million dollars a year and have a great defensive impact.
0: Well, I think it's probably that it's less certain, right? Like we're talking, like we're talking about right now. How, like, I mean, let's say that let's say that Zupan is the Jalen Brown of defense. Or the you know stitches or the guo of defense I don't know like let's say that guy exists right you know um, it's harder like unless they're getting and, and to be fair Zubon's getting you know like three blocks a game I know there's been
1: like I know what like Fred Miller gets like like Ostr- ostrich and like Dan Wagner so I mean they're like, incredible that's yeah
0: but it is I think it's a little more part of it is you have to trust the program what the program is telling you. More than you do on offense. On offense, you can look at stats. Even if a a guy might have terrible, you know, you might look at a guy's like stats and say, I don't understand why he's good at offense. But he is. Right? But he just might be. You know, yeah, he just if yeah. he's scoring thirty points a game on you know high true shooting, you're like, all right, throw my hands up. I don't understand it, but the you know the proof is in the pudding. With defense, because it's because there's less individual stats there that you can really like point to. Because even blocks, blocks are not in the NBA like a good uh, measure of defense. Are they in RBSL? I know they were in uh, in the previous program. Uh, in the previous program, they were basically – block was the only stat that mattered. And I know he changed a lot of things. Like he's – there's like a post on like the Fast Break forums where he's like, I'm embarrassed by how bad some of the like – calculations were on fast break too and i won't share them because i'm embarrassed
2: <laughs> there's literally a post like that you can find it um so, I don't, so yeah. you're, what you're saying is FBD 3 <laughs> is where he fixed everything
0: I mean, like I he went I from, know, from uh, so
2: i don't know he went he from chef boyardee be- to like home-cooked pasta <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah i mean right it's like when you're like, oh, someone wears something ridiculous and you're like, what outfit did you hold up next to this? <laughs> that you're like, no, 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 no. the other one.
0: <laughs> and I think that's, that's a very good analogy because I think there's still just so much stuff that is insane bullshit in here, but it is still better. It's an improvement. <laughs> um, some of it is like, all right, maybe it says A plus post defense, right? But like, I don't know what that means. You know, there's no like, he prevented this many points like that. You can be like, oh, great, easy.
1: Uh, the way there is yeah, offense. Yeah, and I, I think I heard great. that in these uh, FBB3 forums, you found something else, um, potentially a different client or an alternate client.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Oh yes, yes. This is. I'm in for this. Yeah,
0: it's weird. I'm gonna. It, I, I'm gonna like. I think I have to like write up a guide on how to install it. it it's not hard. It's just that like I don't. I don't think it's the fully baked like installation, and I think that's why it's not the one that's like out on the software page. Um, but I guess there's a version that supposedly fixes some like export problem because uh, I was running tests and running into an error, and so I searched the forums, and some guy was like, "Well." Uh, what is his, is his yeah. name? Is it his name? Brad Nichols? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. Like, Which every time incredible. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, like Nichols like gave me this uh, client and told me to try it. And I tried it. It didn't fix my error, but it was a lot faster. I had mentioned uh, in the chat before about how slow my, my fast break was. And this one was like way speedier, uh, just like navigating through menus and stuff. Uh, and it seems like all it—it it seems like it just changes. Like the the drop-down menus look different. They look more like Internet Explorer.
1: <laughs> is um, that a
0: good thing? So yeah. I think it's just like that's good. <laughs> well, it's faster. It's faster, like uh, for sure. And my laptop is better, and so I think it's just—I don't know. I think like gunk gets cleared up, and it might can just you, be that there's like can a Can you send inflation. me a screenshot
1: of um, what your program looks like? Like I just—I can't even imagine this, like.
2: Right, what you're describing right now sounds to me like the <laughs> equivalent of like the dark web uh, well, or so something. I'm really,
0: the only visual <laughs> I
2: don't understand. No, the
0: only visual difference. It's all it is is like it's just a it's just a different. Okay, so the one we install now, we have to patch. We have to take the patch and install the patch that takes it up to like I think it's like version like three zero
2: two six. Sure, I'll take your word for that. Um, and
0: this one.
2: Also incredible that there were that many patches and this is still where we're at. <laughs> I think it's like 3.024. Um, but,
0: so we patched it up to that version. This client had that like patch already in, but then also it didn't fully install. So I had to like pop it, like didn't have, there's like, if you go in the install folder, there's like, there's like a CSV for like colleges and like, I don't know, a bunch of like random shit that it installs that the game uses and it like didn't install all of that. So I don't know if that was like just a one, I don't know if just when I installed it that one time, it didn't like fully install. Um, but like that might be, that's why I'm thinking it's not the one that's like on the fucking like homepage where you actually presumably would download this software from. Um, but yeah, it's just a different, I don't know, it's a different version of the client. Um, but yeah, the only thing visually is that if you like go to the drop downs, they don't drop, like if you, I'm on, I'm on the program right now, and like a uh, player page. If you do like season averages, if you click down, it goes like all the way down, and you can see the entire list. On um, the one that I installed, it opens up. It's a much smaller window, and you have have to like scroll through it. There's like a scroll bar, uh, but it scrolls much faster. So I don't know. This,
1: it's not that exciting unless you're doing like. So you go to like season probably. averages. My, I can see all the years. Is this the program? I season averages. Does that mean that I have ascended to the newest version? No, because you'd be, you'd see it. It doesn't expand
0: all the way. Like it, you see less, and you have to scroll through. But it's also faster.
2: So does this make just,
0: it easier to cheat?
2: Um, it probably makes it
0: faster. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You can navigate. You can just like cheat at two hundred miles per hour. Uh, you raise your yeah, She's did, 36, I, did I? Hear I think in
1: the beautiful. Oh, a little, a graced, graced from Our uh, Messiah. She did. De- yeah.
2: <laughs> a little little goat appearance. She demanded attention. She She's be like, talking for like talk- forty five minutes. You're talking She's about
1: the like, RBSL. Mention hey, my name. Pay attention.
2: <laughs> Tell her to get that. <laughs> job, Adam. We need that. Uh, that scoring title. So how many? I'm working on it, buddy. Heller. She needs an eighth one. Say no treats until you secure that title.
1: Get the bag, kitty. <laughs> bag. Literally the
0: secure the bag. Of treats. How
1: many points would you need
2: to catch Durant? <laughs> it, I think it's physically uh, impossible. Yeah, you'd have to come in at like 18 or 19 years old, and immediately start dropping 20, peak at like 40, basically peak at uh-huh. stitches. And then play until you're forty. It's it's insane. It's a record. He's at like I'm making this up, but it's like fifty thousand, and our best is like Bobby at thirty eight something. I it's I lot. wonder
0: if it's just not even possible, really, in Fast Break three versus two. Like I I don't I don't know who's the oldest player we've seen who's even been like remotely good.
2: Uh, David Day was past forty. Medu, I think was. At 18 and played till like 44. 40. the most seasons. So, Meduza like Dirk. He's like 22 seasons. Or well, two he's seasons. Still why like, do we even? Like <laughs> stats. The game was still whack. I guess. Well, like, I why are
1: you chasing? I, I guess I don't even know why I mentioned Durant, but I know people have mentioned Durant in the
2: main chat. Why do we even?
1: Why do we mention that?
2: Yeah, I'm just chasing. Bobby well, I think it's just because, and him. she's only like 4,000 away.
1: I mean.
0: I think no one seriously is going to be like, well, you're not, you know, this player isn't the best because Durant scored, you know, it is like the different era, like Wilt. It's, it's He's he's Wilt. He's he's Wilt Chamberlain, like in those records.
2: Right. Nobody now, I mean, people now will say, yeah, he scored 50 and 20 with 25 rebounds a game for a season. Like people will say that it's insane, but they're not like LeBron sucks. He's not Wilt. The discussion yeah. isn't Wilt just, versus LeBron. I, I it's think, like Wilt. It's like, MJ and LeBron
1: because Wilt is like, well, that's kinda like not the era yeah. we live in. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's just people like I mean it'd be crazy as hell to ever imagine that anyone coming close, but I just don't think I, I don't think it's possible like in the game.
2: It's twenty-five points a game for twenty seasons. Like yeah, I, I think the but I think the formula for like how players decline probably just will not allow
0: anything like that to happen.
2: Yeah, they would have to be. I mean, I feel like your mold for that would be one of two things, a giant dude who shoots like 95% from the free throw line, but even his athleticism would decline or it would have to be like, basically like Bobby was or Guo or whoever, you know, and those are the two molds. I mean, it was literally Aiden and Bobby. So it's either like somebody with Jesus hands like I'm gonna be Lloyd Trigg until I'm 40, or somebody who's just right. enormous, and that's that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. my My guess was skills didn't decline as like guaranteed as they do in this. I I don't remember like how d- declining really worked in Fast Break 2, But I'm if I had to guess, it'd be like oh, like his athleticism kept going down. But he maintained, you know, like, A-plus, like, three-point and shooting and stuff, and so he could just keep
2: on scoring. That's the goal for Stitches. She's still shooting, like, 45% on, like, 12 and a half threes. Game. Yeah, I mean, and, and Stitches might be the uh, kind of, like,
0: okay, when, when when do those just co- have to come down at some point? You know, 34, right. and she's still, like, A, you know, clearly high A, probably A-plus somewhere. Oh, yeah, she's yeah she's been A-plus for, I, like, a decade now. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, how high did it go, and, like, how long is it going to take to come back down?
2: Like, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find right. And it only recently peaked because last season was her, like, highest volume, and, like, two seasons before that was highest efficiency, and she was well over 30 when that happened. Granted, I did, like, a full, you know, you don't need to hear the whole speech again, how I did, like, the full reset of attributes <laughs> after a while. But, yeah, I mean, we're approximately as good as we've ever been shooting percentage wise for her. Do you know- three. So it's like, where, where are we going to go? <laughs>
0: well, the other one's going to be interesting is Campbell. Yeah. Campbell's
2: game also really tall.
0: And like, that would be the Durant comparison, right?
2: Yeah. And now he's, you know, 30 a <laughs> decade of his life. Wasted. Do you know what Zach so, is uh, completely yeah, like capable
1: of, but has failed to give us year after year?
2: he has this stats site,
1: right? He calls it a stats site, but it's an attribute site, and that really bugs me. But he has has this attribute site that (laughs) I don't know how often he updates it. I think two or three times a year, which is really lazy of him. But he updates it, and it tracks the attributes of all of the players in the league over time and whether they went up or down. And he has that in a grid, and you can sort it, and you can look at which sims you want to look at. But he could tell us, and he could give us graphs of the arc of players development. Like you could look at stitches and you could see the trajectory of stitches going up and when stitches peaked and the trajectory coming down and you could visualize like, okay, so like, if this is like the parabola of stitches, like skill, like this is where I am and this is where I expect to be in the like next year. And you could literally use a mathematical formula to say, I am this good now and Based on this formula, will be this good next year, and he could do that,
2: right? He he could regression. Yeah, model basically
1: every like, like regression models. League, are... And he's done it zero <laughs> times ever.
2: Um, Five thirty eight does that. They have like uh, what you call it? I think it's yeah, yeah. I think they made a backronym of it and call it like Carmelo or something. But um, where they you know they take this player and they look at X Y and Z box score stats. And they say, this player is equivalent to 11% Chris Bosh, 14% Kevin Garnett, 12%, I, you know. And then they make a profile player or player profile out of it. And then they're like, oh, well, when Garnett was 34, he did this. When Bosh was 34, he wasn't in the league. All of the tools know I mean? to play like, it. And I think either
1: he's doing it behind um, the scenes selfishly or, or more yeah. likely he yeah. is lazy and... <laughs> Just like he uploads his to his attribute site three times a year, doesn't care. But I say, if he's doing it behind the point. scenes, it sure is only working. But yeah, because I have, um, I made those, arc- I made like the <laughs> aging arcs. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago or several years ago when I, I looked at whether or not drafting a player at age 17 or 18 was more beneficial than than drafting a player at age. Yeah, yeah. so I, like, yeah. I,
0: oh, I, I, don't, I is youth
1: actually beneficial like is it more risky to get a 17 year old or is it or is it actually like is it beneficial mm-hmm. to get someone developed that's 22 or 23 years old and the only things i based it on was how long are these players going to be in the league are they going to retire early if they're 17 year old or are they going to like play the same number of seasons regardless of how mm-hmm. old they are when they came in and it turns out it turns out that like the younger that you get yeah, that player, while not only I do that. they play longer, like their careers have more longevity, but they almost like match how old you are. Like your retirement ages are fairly similar, but it's not identical. So you do play a little longer if you come into the league later. So I guess like, I, I don't know, I, I made those arcs and it wasn't that hard. So Zach, I don't know what your problem is. You could make those
2: arcs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, like, what I'm trying to say is after eight minutes, Zach is lazy and he sucks.
0: <laughs> I, should, I, I find oh. that super interesting. I want
2: to, like, I will that find it
1: like, the moment is... you send me a screenshot of what your program looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, it's interesting. So there must be something that, like, ap- so seasons must matter in some aspect, like you said. There's probably some waiting on it. Like, after X seasons. And X, A, like, Y age, like, retirement, you know, there's a weight, like, that increases your chance, the game rolls some dice, decides if he's going to retire or not, right? Like, I assume that's how it works.
2: There's Yeah, there's also the theory about how, like, somebody being relevant. So, like, did David Day stick around to age 42 because Oliver was running his ass out there 48 minutes a night?
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think overall, like, attribute probably plays into it. Like if a player's still good, I
1: assume that
0: influences maybe
1: player maybe player I happiness think like that you can't tell it when they're a free too? agent, but they have this like yeah. inherent player happiness, which is how happy am mm. I to exist in this league. And if I'm if I'm player happiness yeah. is the fucking
0: weirdest yeah. shit that's on the back end.
1: If they haven't played in four seasons, <laughs> maybe their like inherent happiness is just at an all time low. And they're just like, I'm out.
2: It's yeah. got to be something. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's because when I would say that's really, when uh, Buckner offered the contract extension when he was about to retire. He was like, "I want to play three more years," and I was like, "Buckner's going to retire after this. Watch, I'm going to max him. It doesn't matter what I play him. He's going to retire after this because that's what Buckner would do. He'd be like, "I'm going to play for these years and then retire," and then he totally did. And I was like, never in doubt. I was like, I have no. idea. It sounds like you have. I just have spaghetti. This
1: is what it is. So <laughs> short. You know him. You
2: know him. Right. It's just spaghetti. But yeah, I don't know. It, right. There's just something in some of these players and you're like, yeah, I know that's what he's going to do. Have you been watching? You think Tony Brown is Have you been watching? This is I'm what going to happen? Bryant, you're <laughs> out of
1: your mind. He's going to the
2: Pelicans. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just like, I don't know what I think that it is. But sometimes you're just like, yeah, no, that's zero amount of surprising.
0: Well, we know there's like the cohesion. Let's get into this matrix. matrix, How many sides
2: does your matrix have, Like,
0: Uh... (laughs) but do has this been? Have we like really talked? Have people talked about this? Like, how cohesion? I don't even know. I think someone told me this. I don't even really know how cohesion uh, works, and I don't think it matters that much. But like how. I don't think it does. I so, tested it and it like was not that big of a deal.
2: But, how much do we believe tests? We also because have all we've uh, ever done is Max, our commissioner, so telling saying. us
1: that it only matters for road games. It has nothing to do with your home game performance, but your cohesion affects how well you play on the road.
0: I, see, that's the sort of shit that like, I could totally believe it. I could totally believe that's how this game it's, works. It's how... So, like, it's
1: how well you do sleep <laughs> in hotels <Absolutely. laughs> it's not anything more than like how, That's what it how truly successful means. was the flight to that city and <laughs> what, what was your hotel check-in time like
2: and the reason certain players are, are your players wealthy? importing women yeah
0: <laughs> it's implied that your players are like sharing rooms together it's like <laughs> uh, Jack Mickelson and and Wilfred Nichols <laughs> fucking hate each other, but they're bunked up every road. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this like a buddy comedy now?
1: But that also, is also possible. It's been pretty obvious, at least through a lot of but trades that have happened, that some teams share the same cohesion coefficient. So that if 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 I trade with oh, I, yeah, of, I think Max it. and I have the same. Uh, I don't.
2: I don't know. But if I,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. If we tra- You and Idowan and Max and Mantis are all the same because everyone I get from you, the cohesion doesn't just say red. And <laughs> if mad, I trade for a, player the program for- literally writes though, the word Max says, hey,
1: I'll trade you this player, and he may be average, but I know he's great cohesion for you because he's great cohesion for me. So that boom, that bumps his value. Do we think there's only right. two sets of? Uh, I guess like two competing cohesive like trajectories or as Adam and I have theorized is it like a Pokemon attribute pentagon where you could be pulled in any one which of five different directions and let's say there's like as many as many ways that you could like gravitate towards cohesion as there are divisions almost
2: Yeah, if it's on a line, it doesn't make sense to me because then you're like, okay, sure, everybody has a number from zero to a hundred, and it doesn't matter whether yeah, a you know, hundred zero is not good or a hundred is not bad or whatever. But it's like some teams are closer to others. But then, like, is there a team with cohesion of fifty? Like, if you have somebody for eight years and then you trade them, does every team that you trade that guy to is he like? average like he's he's not great for anybody he's not bad for anybody <laughs> he's like maybe good maybe you poor. you know we're like a hundred and zero are technically next to each other right
0: oh that's my that's my guess my guess is it's basically a circle like and everybody just has a number and that's like what coefficient uh what cohesion is like how close those players are to, and like each all the teams have different numbers and that's like your team, like uh culture, I guess, you know, like, Oh, like you, it's like the Spurs, you know, like, you know, no nonsense. Like you're going to play within the team or I don't, you know, kind of like that concept where like, Oh, different teams kind of have like different cultures associated with them. And it's, that's my, I just don't think anything, I don't know if that would be the best way to do it, but I think that's the most, rbsl or fast break pro basketball way that it would be done because there's nothing that suggests anything more complicated than like zero to 100 rankings you know what
2: i'm saying yeah it's a spaghetti noodle yeah but the ends of the noodle touch other. yeah
0: <laughs> the mobius spaghetti strip
2: so i'm not i'm mobius. not sure how the, <laughs>
1: how the
2: commissioner side of the yeah. program works but, yeah. but-
1: if gms are hired and fired like coaches are could not the gm themselves have a like cohesion coefficient that would change if you say like fired and rehired the gm cuz you can oh, look God. at the yeah like your general manager has a, oh, has like, a track record like your in program name 2074 oh. um and all of us started in 2074 and yeah. we just like give contract extensions yeah. to these gms constantly they make a salary right it's uh but they never they never
2: truly change oh no they change occasionally like, i i dropped somebody but i mean i dropped like 80 something year old eugene aaron who apparently had a heart condition <laughs> for like 40 something year old seleno Trost, who you know upon upon him taking over that's your well, owner we, in selino we
1: trust so so the owners, we, we notice retire, change names, etc. But the GM themselves does have a salary and does have a contract year, and we just have perpetually yeah. extended their contracts
2: in the, yeah, back of the program. Yeah, the person,
1: right? So oh, is that so the, yeah the guy whose name just, like just GM. similar yeah. to the person that is I Chicago GM? And if we were to somehow like reset those records and pick a new Chicago GM? Could their cohesion change?
2: That's a terrible. What if you moved your team from Sacramento to Seattle in a desperate attempt? we did to, was change the name. To appease your, the your shitty DM deity. To
1: Seattle GM. We didn't actually hire a new GM. But <laughs> okay. you know of. <laughs> I see where you're going with this, but I think (laughs) the truth is maybe even more mind-blowing than the uh, than the hypothesis.
2: Well, um,
0: and see, this is like where the program gets scary in terms of like trying to create like oh like a perfectly competitive environment, right? Like, how much do do fans matter? I think we kind of like I don't think anyone believes they do. But if like cohesion only matters in road games, right? Like, let's let's say if that if we think that's a possibility, isn't it a possibility that like fans matter and they're like, oh yeah, if you have a lot of fans at your yeah, home like games, year- like yeah, the other team's gonna play
2: poorly. Doesn't some somebody? I think it's Fendi. His tickets are like a dollar. Mine are a dollar. I forget why somebody changed their tickets and somebody like you know when you tank and. Or no! I think it was Jason. He made his Fendi's his tickets price, are one penny like $1, each, and he got zero in attendance. <laughs> oh okay.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, you can. Uh, I'm in it now, and you can just like scroll through. A lot of people's are a dollar. Jason's, I, I assume the Sixers are. See what I did was in a couple, a couple
1: seasons a ago. I don't know, like four or five seasons ago. I was coming out of my tank, and I said, "You know what? I'm just going to take a leap of faith. The program knows best." recommend. <laughs> and I just hit recommend on my finances and just didn't look back.
0: <laughs> when there's like fan loyalty, there's economy. Uh, we all have the same market size. Yeah, like why that did, was why one we thing we at the this very was start was so much change. more
1: impactful than fan loyalty but and economy? Was it proven?
0: I think because well, I think because we we're like, if anything's going to change,
1: it's going to be like it Just seems like fans, it seems right. Like I don't know. I don't remember. Like real life, actually, I don't and remember. Act logically, and yet here we are talking about how rebounding attributes are not affected okay. by your physical attributes, and we just assumed that the fan loyalty has no impact on our players returning to us or our teams playing
2: well at home. Yeah yeah or that's the important point that you just made doc is like we're an hour into a podcast and the whole thing about some guy thing that something that some guy made one time and then updated like 17 times and then there are like fake bootleg versions on it and an hour into this podcast about this fake league with all of these people we're like hits blunt once (laughs) what if hidden numbers
0: well i mean like i know some people have theories about like oh this is yeah or I mean the cohesion rings like oh like this stuff that's hard coded in. Maybe it maybe it's not random. Like oh it's just because it's you're the Bucks and like you're you team number four and team number four sucks. I mean maybe it is these things like economy and fan loyalty and like the number of fans you have at your game
2: that like just subtly influence things. <laughs> number four as I- if the Bucks could be anything on the list <laughs> other than number thirty. Number thirty in all of our arts. <laughs> the- they have low
0: <laughs> poor fan loyalty I, I will say that but also like I don't know are those I don't I even know, are those the, ones you can change or are those just game, like you can
1: change those all to the same thing we changed the market size. It's sure. in the same table
0: yeah but I don't know if that necessarily means it's like the same well
2: here let me open up like a
1: I thought you were gonna say cheat but then Apple. you said check yeah. so that's awkward to see
2: <laughs> Let well, me open up the totally not He's our, gotten good at our, catching our them, version
1: yeah. of the program and open up totally not our DAT file and check on the uh, ability to change things in the back end. Go ahead. If you get the... Uh... I'm just playing, Do you think I'm when FB4, FB4 for it comes for out all of the uh, standings and <laughs> records from FB3 will be as obsolete as Kevin Durant's standings and attributes and accomplishments have been.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm less optimistic about an FBD4. Yeah, our, <laughs> I, I don't Zach think FBD4 and is going to happen.
1: Evan and Itowin decided they were going to create it themselves, but as we talked about, Zach can't even update his attribute site nor create these <laughs> arcs for us, so...
2: FBB4 is like the book of Revelation. it's the last Spaghetti bug. It doesn't... <gasps>
0: these are weird. It's all blank in these, but also these are all like start of season. Well, all like, like, start, like start of
1: a new league, 90, basically. Market size, terrible economy, like... and poor fan loyalty are doing pretty well in the West.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that... That World never family. changes like it's not something oh, that you no. can like, oh, I'm just gonna play what better you, and get fact- better approval and win a bunch of seasons, and then my fan loyalty will improve like those are static like that has never that has never changed once in the history of are they the clippers those are like inherent oh, so to the, what, inherent to the city that your team is from,
0: so much number,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, you can go back in the in the historic HTMLs and look at That's your uh, your finances uh, uh, tabs at the top of the HTML, and they're they're static.
0: Oh no, I'm average and poor. Poor fan loyalty. Come on, you
2: assholes. What? What does it take? My tickets are a dollar. Uh, a team of all white guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jalen Brown didn't go over well. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Scotty Waters was a white guy who did epic amounts of cocaine, though. So, like, he should have. And Burt Smith was the whitest possible human. So those that era of uh, Sta- Stanley Albrecht was white.
2: Utah has had a very white uh, superstar. <laughs> you also drafted the White Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> Eric and Eric and Patrick I, White.
0: It, I think one of the Whites was actually white in the picture. I don't remember which one it was. Patty white. Was it
1: Patty
2: White? Yeah, it was Patty White. So
0: <laughs> that's why I have poor fan loyalty. They,
1: I can't through the each white team. White. And conspiracy theory <laughs> or not, um, the last team to win a championship that didn't have at least good fan loyalty was the Thunder in the Ayton days. They're the only team that I can find that even has a championship Ooh. that doesn't have fair plus so, fan loyalty. I think it's
2: hard coded with this. the program that some teams get poor TCs. So are you saying, Doc, are you saying that high <laughs> championships
0: are even more impressive, that they came with average economy and poor fan loyalty? Is that what I'm how hearing? How
1: much you had to cheat.
2: yeah <laughs> 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 You motherfucker, <laughs> and see.
0: <laughs> that's an pop, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I am. Uh, do they now I need to check though because I didn't. Oh no! See, they do change. Yeah, in '88, I had excellent fan economy. I don't think changes. Economy is still average. Fan loyalty was excellent in. Uh,
1: so this was just a random. I, I wasn't even good. This, this a like, level oh, of uh, like ideas,
2: my tank um,
1: which I think this this idea might be. so far going to what out it there. Is, by the way. Um, what if the economy of your city is actually running on a separate simulation based on how Brian Nichols projected that city's economy to do in each year? In each year that you've progressed into the league, <laughs> so you've you've got you got Atlanta in 21. 21- 17. It's got a terrible economy. He said, you know what? Atlanta is not going to be doing well that year. Irregardless. <laughs> just irregardless of how your team's doing. It's, Brian Nichols it's the city just that's up. going on in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're actually Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian Nichols city. Spaghetti. 30,000. Oh. <laughs> well, this See, now well, so, uh, economy appears to not change. I'm just, like, plugging in random years for the Utah Jazz. Fan loyalty is still How excellent in you 2100. Know that you were no longer when does it go down so much? GM? <laughs> it shed a tear of sadness. So, tw- okay, so in, in 2000, 21, in just straight 2100, it was excellent. By 2105, you missed the playoffs
1: yeah, fair. five consecutive seasons between then.
2: <laughs> Dan missed the
0: playoffs. So 2.01 <laughs> is still So 2.102 is when it first goes down to good. And that's after two. That's after there's an 11 win season and a 12 win season.
1: It's almost this like it's the I mean I guess it's just based city. on how
0: well your team does. Well, that is
2: hits blunt uh, <laughs> fantastic <laughs> right there. Fan, I don't know. Fan loyalty is city cohesion. Well
0: maybe I could you could conceivably think that like you would put in code that like makes fan loyalty matter to like re right? But I mean, I guess that's. Is that just. Is it just like play for winner? Is it like. It would basically just be. (laughs) How does Idowin have good fan loyalty? He's And how many white guys? Yeah. How many white
2: (laughs) guys? Yeah. (laughs) How many many white guys? Dude, just imagine. (laughs) Imagine the promotions that Idowin is running for his team. Like the giveaways. (laughs) How could you not be. I'm just thinking, like, you know, tell me he doesn't have, like, several, like, sex toy giveaway nights. Yeah, there's strippers in the boxes. David Ho and your grandma just, just, like, poster children. I mean, I'd be loyal. People love them. They're called heroes. I think, I think we've officially
0: lost
1: the plot. By the way, <laughs> yeah,
2: we're we're so far gone.
1: We're probably around the hour yeah, mark. Um, I don't about think anyone else, listen listeners, not. have the attention span. I know Zach. Zach certainly doesn't have the attention span to even upload to his attribute site. No. So, <laughs> so. I've stuck here for the last. I love hour. how Doc, Doc successfully is out
2: for their attention span. <laughs> you sure have. After several blunt hits,
0: <laughs> it culminated in, in whatever this was about the city sim, which I'm not even sure I fully understand. But we've arrived. I think we've we've hit peak
1: one because one because he'll be the hill, for like several reasons. I hope so.
0: <laughs> right yeah i i would be uh i just want to all i want to do is play whatever city sim a, game uh involves it, it's made by brian nichols basically
1: i, I want to know yeah it's, how it's to be actually economy the Windows in 20, 98 sim city that he that he has embedded <laughs> at the back end of the program <laughs>
2: And you're <laughs> Every <laughs> franchise is underwater except Denver and maybe the Joe. So oh,
0: my! My one thing I think we need more of is RBSL world building through articles. Um, I always, when I, whenever I would write like news articles, hinted at the apocalyptic nature of the world that RBSL takes place. Like a hundred years in the future. <laughs> of the future. Um, I, I, I think we need more content that builds upon the, the RBSL universe. That's one thing. Uh, like, where's our where's the Rodney White era articles about random players here? We need people stepping up.
2: Yeah, so we did that for a while, and then it kind of became a... Yeah, people are really kind of obsessed down. with this whole, like, um, as far as the like, CBD money-making money money. scheme. And <laughs> like, people would just post... Right, but also, like, you know, Fendi would write, like, four sentences, like, Grady Wilson showed up today. <sighs> He had a coffee in his hand. (laughs) He played basketball. And we're like, rubber stamp, 250 TBD
0: to the moon. I have an idea. idea. This is a legitimate idea. Well, maybe we need to tackle it later.
1: Uh, What if people had to vote on article... What what if the amount of TBD you got was directly proportional to the number of (laughs) views and comments your article received? For fake money? Are we
2: monetizing our forums for... Uh, like <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm ref- well, just gonna make like a
1: bot so I can get more like
0: views. because <laughs> <laughs> everybody read my column like 70 like times. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. As if this league wasn't already heading <laughs> directly into becoming and Twitter. Return <laughs> to the Adam is That's, the grandpa of our, our league. Twitter
0: is the perfect website. I'm not seeing the problem.
1: I hate these new, these these new technologies. These kids <laughs> these days and their tweeter.
2: Uh, did we ever leave? <laughs> 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 uh,
1: well, boys, it's been it's been a journey. We got we got to hear from Stitches.
2: It's been something. Happened. We've had some fun. I think we did. We did. Surprise appearance. That's and then
0: you know, I, like I said, everybody who uh, subscribes to the Patreon is going to get uh, crouton content hashtag crouton content dropping uh, for your
2: your contributions. But yep. and you'll get the uh, dark web if you subscribe to uh, Palm's OnlyFans. <laughs> I, I will share. I will share the screenshot um, of.
0: I guess I'll just post like the friggin' people get downloaded. I don't know. It might be faster for some people. It was for me. I'll show you that screenshot. Uh, the Jack scroll will bar, finally be really able to botch his uploads stuff. even faster. Um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Making bad decisions in lightning speed.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, but, well, it's been a good one. I think uh, we'll probably leave it there uh, past the hour mark here. I will get this up for content. And uh yeah, thanks, thanks for thanks having for coming us. On. I love uh, potting
1: this was, on Saturdays. It gives a good people time. Uh, either think, a Saturday uh, night uh, or a Sunday morning listen, which I find is pleasurable.
2: Yeah, much pleasure. And
0: I just like bullshitting about this stupid league that we think too much about.
2: Right? Starting with a question <laughs> and then ending up with like hits blunt four times.
0: <laughs> that's, the, that's the beauty of this program, man. There's just endless things to uh get really meanwhile like, meanwhile what? it's like 40 lines of Levels code that have no ambiguity about. <laughs> and we're what just if, like oh, what if
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is like uh it's literally just a picture of a spaghetti noodle it's like when
0: your english teachers were like well what did the author mean when the curtains were blue And you're like i don't fucking know they're just blue that's brian nichols he doesn't know the monster that he's created but uh well we'll officially finally end up here thanks for listening everybody uh thanks adam doc for coming on and this has been pontificating and i'm sure thank you uh, we'll have another episode here at some point in the future and hope you liked it